Live from WNUR News, I'm Allison Rauch. You're listening to the 6 o'clock news on WNUR 89.3 FM HD1, Evanston, Chicago. High school seniors make their college plans amidst COVID. WAMU gears up to perform. A look at the Northwestern Affirmations Instagram account. And a weather report to start your week. Those stories tonight. Thanks for tuning in. It's Monday, May 17th. As pandemic restrictions begin to loosen, high school seniors are readying for college. The challenge this year? Juggling all the regular stresses of transitioning and the confusion of the pandemic. Here's reporter Angelina Campanile with more. As masking guidelines subside and the academic year concludes, high school seniors are trying to make up for lost time. They're squeezing in homecomings, proms, and other school events canceled because of the coronavirus. But one thing seniors are anxious to ditch behind is the college application process in the midst of a pandemic. It was really hard to picture and get excited to go someplace or figure out where you wanted to go when there weren't students on campus. Lila Tani graduates from the Ursuline School in Nourishell, New York, in four days. She's part of the 6.8% of applicants accepted into Northwestern for the class of 2025, the lowest acceptance rate in university history. Top-tier schools who announced they wouldn't require test scores received a significant increase in the number of applications and plummeting acceptance rates. Northwestern received almost 9,000 more applicants than last year, leading to a steep decrease from the class of 2024's acceptance rate of 9.3%. It was so competitive, and a lot of my friends who I think so highly of, and I know firsthand all the things that they do, I just keep kept seeing them get rejected and rejected and rejected, and it was just um, super discouraging. I have a friend who's going to Tufts and got into Berkeley get denied from Tulane and she had like a 36 but then you would get see people get waitlisted that have like 29s and I don't know. So what made Tani stand out? Here's a rundown. Captain of the varsity lacrosse and tennis teams, member of the track team, founder and president of Giving Tree Global and president of Warm Hands Warm Hearts, two clubs that combat food insecurity, all advanced placement classes, an ACT score of 34 out of 36, and a 5.45 out of 5 GPA. She also surfs. That was enough for Northwestern, but not for Georgetown or the University of Southern California. Do you think schools are looking for different things now in the application than they have in the past? So I think... I'm going to say probably yes. And I think that the reason for that is because so many of the colleges have became test optional with the pandemic. Moira Prunty is one of Tani's college guidance counselors. She says schools that have traditionally been open and accepting of many Ursuline students were more difficult to gain admission to this year. So they are looking for other things to differentiate these candidates. You know, what's your story? What is, you know, what have you accomplished? What did you do during COVID that makes you stand out type of thing? Um, and I feel for these kids because it makes it extremely, like they all think now they have to invent the wheel or something, and it's hard. Prunty noticed two new trends over the past year. First, an increased effort by schools to diversify their student bodies. Second, a heavier weight placed on writing supplements and the Common App essay. 
Prunty stresses the importance of applicants being able to articulate themselves as well as their experiences during COVID. If you can show some kind of character building thing, I would be interested to see what someone in Northwestern admissions would think of that statement. I was interested too. I also wanted to know what Northwestern admissions officers look for in an application and how that may have changed from before COVID. Over the course of a week, I sent multiple emails, made phone calls, and left voice messages for the university's communications office. No response. I even walked over to the admissions building on campus. It was locked. If a student came to you now and said, I want to go to Northwestern, what do I need to do? What would you tell them? I would tell them that they have to have pretty solid grades, extremely solid grades, be up near the top of the class. I would advise them definitely to test prep and take standardized tests. I would advise them to write a bang up essay and to make sure that they really, really address the supplementary questions in great detail. And I think if they applied early decision, it would help their chances. Erica Kehoe is a college guidance counselor at Fordham Prep in the Bronx, New York. She says one thing that can put a student over the edge is demonstrating interest in ways other than visiting campus. They are looking to see that students have really researched their own institution and have um, sort of made an argument or made a case for why they would be a good fit there. Um, So it wasn't just having the talent, it was being able to articulate it. Like, what am I going to bring to the table or what is it that I'm going to take advantage of when I'm at your institution? The big question that college guidance counselors like Prunty and Kehoe are trying to figure out for next year is how exactly admissions officers are evaluating applicants, if not by standardized test scores. If you have two students with similar applications, you know, great grades, great extracurriculars, invented something, I don't know, and you don't have the test scores, like what does it come down to now? What makes one student better than the other? Well, that is the big mystery, quite frankly. Every school will have its own institutional priorities. Mm -hmm. Each school will have like directives from their board of directors or from their, you know, enrollment management team that says these are the kids that we're looking for um, or this is the this is kind of the stuff we need. Both Prunty and Kehoe advise rising seniors to still take standardized tests and most importantly, dig deep and self-reflect in your essays and writing supplements. Demonstrate interest the best that you can. Engage with those college counselors, those school counselors, uh, the admissions counselors. And as schools start opening up for more in-person visits, get out there and explore. For WNUR News, I'm Angelina Campanile. Coming up, a look at WAMU's upcoming show and some Northwestern affirmations. WNUR News will return after these messages. Keeping your kids safe on the way to school is a bus driver's responsibility. When that driver is behind the wheel, they should be focused. And when you're driving, you should be focused too. Texting while driving on Illinois roads is illegal and deadly. Drive now, text later. You can't do both. This message brought to you by the Illinois Tollway State Police, Department of Transportation, Secretary of State, and AAA. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. 
She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTechStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service. Welcome back to WNUR News on 89.3 FM HD1, Evanston, Chicago. The time is 6.08 p.m. The 90th annual WAMU show is set to take the stage in early June. Reporter Margo Milanowski spoke with student creators about the process of writing and staging their latest performance, The Secret of Camp Elliott. The department, um, the theater department actually told us in November we were not able to do any sort of live show whatsoever or nothing in person. It had to be filmed. And so we pivoted fairly early on to this online format. That's senior undergraduate Jessica Neckritz, one of the WAMU 2021 co-chairs, talking about the 90th annual WAMU show. It's a completely new and unique format, so it's living somewhere in between, like, a Zoom show and a recorded live show, and I'm really excited to see how it comes together. It's been a really hard year for everyone. We were excited to do like a fun show, a show that was a little bit escapist and definitely was all about joy and community and bringing people together. This year's show is called The Secret of Camp Elliot. Um, it kind of follows three best friends who normally go to Miami for summer, but one of them is moving away, and so instead they go to Camp Elliot. However, Camp Elliot, something is up with Camp Elliot. There's a mystery. Um, and so they kind of, un they uncover the mystery and this is not any normal summer at summer camp. And that's what I'll say about that. We had to be so organized and we <laughs> quite frankly, were like terrified of winter quarter because that's when all of our writers were finally on board with us. And so we spent a lot of fall quarter planning and making tons of spreadsheets and just kind of figuring out what the game plan was. Winter quarter was just a marathon of writing the show. So coming up with the scenes, coming up with the songs and it's been a crazy ride, but it's been so much fun and so worth everything. Despite the chaos and length of putting the show together, Brandon Acosta, one of four writing coordinators, truly is looking forward to sharing the show. What I'm really proud of with this show is I feel like it so beautifully represents our writing team. I keep saying it feels so authentically us. Like I can so feel like everyone's presence who had their hand on it. And I think that's so special. Another thing that's just, I love about the show that we're really excited about is just um, the queer representation. 
two of our main characters, both female identifying, fall in love, which I don't, to my knowledge, has never happened in WAMU before. Every time they have a beautiful song in Act 2, and every time a new version of that came into our class and we got to hear it again, so many of us would just be crying because it's such a simple thing, just like, you know, a love story in a musical, but, you know, it's one of those special occasions where it means so much because you don't see those queer stories as, as, as often. For WNUR News, I'm Margot Milanowski. You may have seen a new account floating around Instagram recently, Northwestern Affirmations. The idea is simple, confident statements adorning memeified backgrounds. But how did the account come to be, and what even are affirmations anyway? Here's reporter Bailey Richards with more. is not in a really messy situation. I will find a summer job. All haters do is inspire me. All of these are examples of affirmations posted by at affirmations spelled with three F's on Instagram. Affirmations are phrases meant to be spoken out loud or thought in an effort to manifest a practice that has become a popular topic of discussion on the internet. In her article titled Shut Up, I'm Manifesting, Vox reporter Rebecca Jennings defines manifesting as the practice of thinking aspirational thoughts with the purpose of making them real. The Affirmations Instagram account, which has 350,000 followers, shares content intended to assist people in their manifesting. They post a handful of affirmations every day that range from general and widely applicable phrases like I am epic and I will pass my finals to incredibly specific and almost nonsensical ones like I am not grumpy garlic grandpa. Points for alliteration, though. The phrases used in each post range a lot in sentence structure and specificity, but the posts stick to a pretty straightforward formula. Each one is designed in essentially the exact same way. Glowing text is placed in a traditional meme-style format over blurry, glowy images that range from stock photos and pictures of rocks to cartoon characters and celebrity paparazzi photos, always with the faces blurred. What do all these pictures have in common, you might ask? Well, none of them have anything to do with the affirmations they're posted alongside. Given its high level of engagement and large platform, the account's carefully curated combination of pop culture references and intentional randomness has clearly resonated with lots of people. It's even inspired copycat accounts within niche communities. Students at universities like NYU and Parsons have taken inspiration from this popular page and created school-specific affirmations accounts. They took the format of the original account's aesthetic and post style and changed the content to make it more specific and relatable to scenarios that students at each school face. One Northwestern student who wishes to remain anonymous was inspired by at NU Affirmations to create at Northwestern Affirmations in early May. Some of the affirmations they post like, Zoom theater is enjoyable, my senior year has not been ruined by a pandemic, and I can attend class without checking my phone every two minutes are applicable to the general college experience. Whereas others are very Northwestern specific, like food is accessible to me in Evanston post 12 a.m. I really love the quarter system and I can navigate tech without getting lost. Though the account owner comes up with most of the posts themselves, they also create affirmations based on ideas that Northwestern students submit through direct messages. The first round of student submissions they posted received over 500 likes, far more than previous posts did. It featured affirmations like, the administration cares about NU students, and I can handle the sheer number of white persons at this institution. Another post that got a lot of attention was the affirmation Northwestern has hot people, which was emblazoned on a photo of Northwestern President Morton Shapiro and rapper-slash-businessman Kanye West. It's also the account owner's favorite affirmation so far. I think that's the one that's so, it's so simple, but it's kind of, like, funny. And it's, I've had a friend that, like, put it on her Tinder account, um, 
or and someone that posted I've seen someone post it on Twitter and I just think it's such a simple one but I think it also is the one that attracted the most uh, followers and I just think I would I would like literally wear a shirt that had it printed on it. The account has been pumping out content rapidly but longevity isn't necessarily its goal. Running out of ideas is definitely a concern but at the same time if it happens it happens I'm not really looking to expand the page as like something super serious it was just something kind of I'll just start for fun and I'm happy that people are are getting some enjoyment out of it but you know if it comes to a point where it's not funny you know anymore I guess this is not funny anymore and that's okay signing off for WNUR News this is Bailey Richards living proof that Northwestern does in fact have hot people coming up a look at the weather and a news brief to start your week WNUR News will return after these messages. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press... Amnesty International is a worldwide organization dedicated to promoting human rights. Amnesty conducts letter-writing campaigns and tries to raise public awareness about capital punishment, police brutality, and torture in the United States and abroad. For more information about Amnesty International, you can check their national website at www.aiusa.org. This message brought to you by WNUR. Here at the GED Pep Talk Center, we've got a pep talk that can motivate you. Sometimes things don't always turn out the way you want them to. You can improve your future. Now get your game face on and take the first step towards a better life. Hurry up. Don't make me repeat myself. Whatever level of motivation you need, we've got a pep talk for you. Call 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or visit yourged.org for your pep talk and for free classes in your area. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service. Keeping your kids safe on the way to school is a bus driver's responsibility. When that driver is behind the wheel, they should be focused. And when you're driving, you should be focused too. Texting while driving on Illinois roads is illegal and deadly. Drive now, text later. You can't do both. This message brought to you by the Illinois Tollway State Police, Department of Transportation, Secretary of State and AAA. Welcome back to WNUR News on 89.3 FM HD1, Evanston, Chicago. The time is 6.19 p.m. 
We're three weeks into May, and it's finally starting to feel like spring. Here's Linus Huller with the weather. So far, there's no sign of the infamous brood X cicadas emerging and making their presence unavoidably known, but maybe this week's warmer temperatures will give them the push that they need. While we wait, let's take a look at what the weather this week will have in store for us. Tomorrow will start off with lots of sunshine, but as the day progresses and temperatures start to climb, convection will start to kick in and more and more towering cumulus clouds will start appearing in the sky. In the afternoon, expect mostly cloudy skies with only occasional sunshine and strong rain showers moving through the area. The temperatures tomorrow will start off at 54 Fahrenheit and climb to a high of 62. In Celsius, that's 12 to 17 degrees. The wind will be light to moderate and might be gusty near rain showers. Wednesday will bring mostly overcast skies with only occasional patches of sunshine. Throughout the day, there will be occasional rain showers. It will be quite noticeably warmer, though, with temperatures starting off at 60 Fahrenheit in the morning, 16 degrees Celsius, and reaching a high of 75 Fahrenheit or 24 centigrade in the afternoon. On Thursday, finally, we will leave the inconsistent weather behind as a mix of sunshine and clouds with no precipitation is forecast as of now. It will again be considerably warmer than the previous days, with temperatures rising from 63 to 81 Fahrenheit over the course of the day, that's 17 to 27 centigrade. Friday, too, will bring summer weather with partly cloudy, partly sunny skies and warm temperatures, starting off in the morning at 64 Fahrenheit, 18 degrees Celsius, and climbing all the way to 83 Fahrenheit, or 28 Celsius, later in the day. A look ahead at the weekend suggests that we are in for a couple of very sunny and very hot days, continuing into early next week. If you're a fan of summer weather, I'm glad to finally be the bearer of good news. As always, I'm Linus Heller with the weather for WNUR News. And now for some general news updates. Vaccination rates are falling in Illinois as Illinois enters its bridge phase of reopening. Chicago Department of Public Health Commissioner Allison Arwady discussed Chicago's initiative to vaccinate remaining residents at a press conference last week. The city is planning programming to build trust in the vaccine, as well as opening more vaccination sites. Approximately 48% of Chicago residents have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Florida politician Joel Greenberg, a longtime associate of Representative Matt Gates, pleaded guilty today to six federal charges. In addition, he agreed to cooperate with prosecutors as part of a plea deal. The charges included sex trafficking of a minor and paying at least one underage girl to have sexual intercourse with him and other men. Gates was not mentioned in the plea agreement or during the hearing, but Greenberg's cooperation may escalate the liability he faces. The Supreme Court announced today that it will take up Mississippi's bid to enforce a 15-week ban on abortions. The ban had previously been blocked by lower courts, but now sets up a showdown with abortion rights, most likely in the fall, between a more conservative court and supporters of Roe v. Wade. And after its cancellation in 2020, the Eurovision Song Competition is back and set to take place in the Dutch port city of Rotterdam. Bands and singers from 39 countries are participating in a COVID-19 bubble setting, with the final taking place on Saturday.
That's all for the WNUR News at 6 p.m. For more news updates and reports, follow us on Twitter at WNUR News. You can listen to these and other stories of the day on our Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and online at WNUR.org. On behalf of our producer, Zach McCrary, reporters Angelina Campanile, Margo Milanowski, Bailey Richards, and Linus Huller, as well as all of us here at WNUR News, I'm Allison Rauch. Thank you for joining us tonight. Our next newscast will be this Friday at 6 p.m. Now back to scheduled programming.